All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Um, and, you know, we are still on possible indictment watch as it relates to both President Trump and, of course, uh, zero experience Hunter Biden. Um, I'm telling you right now, if you're expecting the Hunter Biden um, indictment to be anything near what Jim uh, Comer of the House Government Reform and Oversight Committee hearing is looking into. It's not going to be anything. It's basically they're throwing a bone to create an image, a false image that they are fair, a false narrative that there's equal justice under the law and equal application of our laws. No, when it comes to Hunter, they're going for the low-hanging fruit that they could have gone after five years ago, like lying on a gun application. Uh, they won't even go after him not registering under the Farrer requirements with all his foreign business dealings. In other words, the same thing they charge Paul Manafort with. So whatever they go after tax wise or a gun application, uh, lie that he might've had is going to be minor, minor in comparison when they really should be looking into the deeper questions that Comer is now getting into in the house oversight committee. Um, and that is about all of the foreign business dealings with the entire Biden syndicate, starting with Joe Biden himself. Now, we all know that Joe Biden lied. Everybody in the Justice Department knows Joe Biden lied repeatedly when he said he'd never had a conversation with Hunter about his foreign business dealings or or any conversation with any family member, including his brother, Jim. He said it a ton of times on the campaign trail. We played it. We've shown it many, many times. But now we see where Jim Comer is going with his investigation. Now, it's been a, a heavy lift. He had a hard time getting a hold of the suspicious activity reports, some 170 of them. And by the way, a suspicious activity report in and of itself is does not necessarily mean somebody has done something nefarious. I mean, if you take out over $10,000 from your bank account, there is a suspicious activity report that is filed. I mean, that's so if you're going to take out, you know, 9,500, I suggest you not do it because they're pretty hip to the fact that people take out 9,500 so they don't think they're going to get reported. You'll get reported. Trust me. Um, so, but it's your money. You should be able to do whatever you want with the money. However, there are people that take out massive sums of money for deals that they shouldn't be involved in. So that is a tool that they use to keep, uh, you know, accounts on. Uh, but what did we discuss? What is James Comer and the House Oversight Committee? What, what have we learned? Uh, we've learned that, in fact, not one, not just Joe Biden, not just uh, Hunter Biden, but also Jim Biden. But uh, we know that nine separate Biden family members have been paid a lot of money. And then they found 20 some odd LLCs that, he believes are nothing short of a shell corporation. Now there are real LLCs. You know, I have businesses, for example, that are in an LLC and we actually spend my real money to buy something, to invest in something in the hope that maybe one day I can turn a profit on, on whatever that purchase may be. That would be a legitimate LLC, a business limited liability corporation. It's that simple. Then there are people that set up LLCs just so they can funnel money into it and send it to another LLC to fund and, and put money in that account. And then eventually it gets into the hands of whoever's going to get the money. 
And that would be called a shell corporation because there's not a real business behind it. Maybe somebody can educate the idiots over at the New York Times that don't know the difference between a limited liability corporation and a shell company. So the, the fact that they had so many of these, uh, you know, whatever charges are brought against Hunter in and around the time we assume now that this is going to be true, uh, go after Donald Trump. You need to understand where this is all coming from. Because I'm telling you right now, they will use Hunter Biden as a mere distraction, sacrificial lamb to create a false impression, a false narrative that this this DOJ is fair. And, you know, they, they, they go after people regardless of what what their party affiliation is. Not true because they, they had no choice in this matter. But notice everything they're going after Hunter about. Uh, why aren't they interested in the fact that Joe Biden, we now know, had meetings with Hunter Biden's business partner, something that he vehemently denied repeatedly during the campaign? Why aren't they interested in in the implication in Hunter's laptop? His own son implicates his own father complaining he has to give half his income to Pops, uh, that he has to pay for Pops home repairs, 10 uh, percent for the big guy, et cetera. Oh, how is it? So the DOJ has a goal. They want to get Trump. And as I said and have been saying the last two days, this is not going to be about a document issue. It'll have little to do with a document issue. This is going to have to do with uh, a process crime. Because the problem they have, if they want to go after the whole issue of top secret classified documents, there are going to be predictable comparisons. Well, what about James Comey's July 2016 presser when he laid out all of the top secret classified materials on Hillary Clinton's servers that they found uh, and that he concluded no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. How do you explain all of the top secret classified documents found in Joe Biden's garage, the Biden Penn Center, the University of Delaware and the Biden Beach Home, uh, which, by the way, none of which got raided like Chappaqua never got raided. So they can't really charge Trump with anything to do with with classified documents. So what's the next step? Well, we'll look for an obstruction charge. That's called the process crime. So you can't find somebody guilty of what you want to find them guilty on. However, the way they responded to the allegation then becomes the subject of the investigation. In other words, it'll be an obstruction of justice case of some kind. That's where I'm guessing this is going. That's where I see this now happening. We got a really interesting development. Uh, I, I went back in time because I remembered this, that the Washington Post printed this in March of this year, and it was senior FBI officials repeatedly objected to Biden's DOJ's plans to raid Mar-a-Lago. So with all these rumors running rampant that Donald Trump can be indicted any day now, now, there is one thing that I can update you on is the news media has been alerted that by the DOJ that there might be something tomorrow. I don't know what that something tomorrow is. Now, I have a lot going on tomorrow. I was going to be off tomorrow, but now I have had to redo my schedule. So I am available if this it becomes big news. I mean, potentially it could be the indictment of Donald Trump. It could happen as early as tomorrow. I don't know that to be true, but I have to be prepared 
and look out for you, my, my beloved audience, of which I have no life, and I'd be talking to myself alone in a car driving around. I'd be the host, and I'd be the caller all at once, and I'd probably even fill in for Linda. Boss, first of all, <laughs> boss. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, so I went back to this, this, this uh, Washington Post piece that I remembered, and with all these rumors swirling Trump can be indicted any minute, for a so-called crime that top Democrats like Joe Biden and Hillary repeated, uh, repeatedly got away with. Um, the Washington Post report from a few months ago does illustrate how truly outrageous all of this is and what a charade it is. Because it turns out that senior officials at the FBI, who served directly under Christopher Wray, repeatedly objected to Biden's DOJ plan to conduct that surprise raid at Mar-a-Lago and the residence in late August. Um, now, Christopher Ray ultimately sided with the DOJ and FBI officials who worked directly under Ray thought the DOJ's raid plan was way too aggressive, completely unwarranted, and it would further damage the FBI's reputation, which, by the way, they were 100 percent correct. And that is exactly what the net result of it has been. I mean, when you think about the fact that, you know, when the FBI had free open access given to them by Donald Trump and the people of Mar-a-Lago. And they were in the very room where the, quote, documents were found. All this, they might have moved documents. That shows an intent that they were trying to hide them. They were in the room where the documents were found. Anyway, they called back. They didn't take the documents. They had every opportunity to, you know, go through anything they wanted. Nobody was stopping them. They could have taken, if they saw something that they thought shouldn't have been there, they should have said, uh, we'd like to take these with us. Do you have any objection? That never happened. And the only thing they did is call back and say, would you mind putting another lock on the door? The door was locked. Then they wanted a padlock on top of the lock that was already there. The, the Trump people down at Mar-a-Lago complied uh, with that request. But, you know, if you look at the disputes between the DOJ and the FBI, you know, it looks like the FBI in this case uh, is saying, uh, this is really stupid that you're doing this. Now, Christopher Ray, by the way, is under tremendous pressure. It seems that he has now caved to Republican demands to share the FBI's Biden bribery evidence. This by apparently a very credible um, a source that was paid uh, by the Obama FBI, you know, significant hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, because it was such a reliable source. And this has to do with Ukraine and a very specific and very specific actions that Joe Biden took as then vice president that involved $5 million going to some part of the family syndicate. We don't know who or what or where yet. We just know that Senator Grassley and Senator and, and Congressman Comer are right in saying that it's credible because we've learned that aspect of this. But the bottom line is nothing is going to happen. I'm telling you, except that they want to bludgeon Trump. And if it's going to be a process crime, they're going to, this is not going to go down the way they think it is, in my opinion. Uh, former Attorney General Bill Barr is denying a claim by Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin that he and his handpicked prosecutors spiked a corruption out this this corruption allegation into Joe Biden and ended the investigation. Barr said to the Federalists, "That's not true. It was not closed down. On the contrary, it was sent to Delaware for further investigation." And Barr was responding to the comment from Raskin this week that Barr's office investigated the claim on this uh, 1023 confidential human source 
alleging that Biden as vice president was involved in a criminal bribery scheme in exchange for policy favors. Anyway, um, uh, at least one House Republican is now openly openly questioning whether the tens of millions of dollars the Biden family collected from China, Russia, Ukraine means that Biden sold out the country. Well, we really don't have a, a good explanation as to why he was simultaneously turning off the Keystone XL pipeline and offering a waiver to Vladimir Putin to build the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. I'd, I'd like an answer to that. Uh, but you have a Republican member of the House Oversight Committee ripping the FBI. We have no answer as to, and there's been no repercussions for taking out a U.S. drone the way the Russians did. There's been no consequences for China, you know, for their hostile actions by flying a spy balloon all over the country, over our military installations. No consequences at all, you know, except to get spit in the face by the Chinese and say, no, uh, we're not going to meet with our counterparts and uh, secretary of defense are not going to meet. Then, of course, challenging uh, it, American fighter jets in international airspace and challenging American ships in the South China Sea and international waters. You know, is it any surprise? This is how this is ending. America and the world will know that the FBI and the FBI director are playing for Team Biden that the Department of Justice has been weaponized and the FBI has been politicized. That's that's it. And, you know, the fact that at the last minute Ray gives in is meaningless to me. Hey, I've been telling you about this woman down in Atlanta, a victim of home title theft. Now, you got to understand this crime is getting bigger by the day and you've got cyber criminals all around the world that are out there targeting American homeowners you may not know it, but your, your home title is online. These criminals find it. They forge a signature. Uh, they take out loans on your home, or they just sell it from underneath you. This lady in Atlanta pulls up to her house. A bulldozer is there tearing her home down, and the company tearing it down bought it from a criminal that stole her title and sold it without her knowledge. Anyway, so the, it, they can do this. They showed us in as little as six minutes. That's how easy it is. Now, if you want total protection for your title, uh, which means more than just monitoring, because HomeTitleLock.com offers full protection. If you're a victim of fraud, they're going to make sh- work to make sure your title is restored to your good name. Uh, go to HomeTitleLock.com right now. Use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. They'll give you your first 30 days of protection free, and immediately they'll give you a free title scan to verify your home is still in your name and that you're not a victim. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Don't let this happen to you because it becomes a nightmare.